Good, 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 good afternoon, wherever you are. You're welcome to the prayer experience. I do hope you've had a wonderful start to the week. We trust God for his faithfulness, his kindness, and his mercies. Wherever you are, please share this video. It's time to pray. Share it with friends, uh, share it with uh, family members, share it with loved, one, with loved ones. It's time for us to pray. Okay, um, please, can you check out the word experience today, this morning? It was Nigel bringing a very timely word. The word experience is a devotional, three, four minutes long, and uh, comes out very early in the morning check the Daily Talks media. Uh, we keep that running weekdays, Monday to Friday. But like I said, check this morning's uh, word experience. There's something there for you. And also the prayer experience hotline is there for us to connect with. Uh, somebody will be there at the end of the line to pray with you, especially the landline. If you call that landline, there'll be somebody willing to pray with you or speak with you as well as you might not need it but you can save that number pass it on to somebody else who you think might benefit from a prayer call also please subscribe to daily talks media channel on youtube and on facebook there's some of you on youtube right now if you haven't subscribed yet you need to click that subscription button it means when we go live it notifies you. Even if you've forgotten, that will ping your phone and you'll remember. And the same thing on Facebook as well. Thank you for those who have done that already. We really appreciate you very much. Right now, we're going to go into Thanksgiving. Uh, don't forget to connect with us. Leave your comment. Leave your prayer request. Whatever it is you want to share, leave it on the comment section. The members of the prayer experience team who will be willing to engage with you. Thanksgiving right now from the book of Psalms, chapter three and verse three. It says, but you Lord are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head high. The, you are my shield. You are the one who protects. You're the one who provides. You're the one who guides. You're the one who keeps. This is an opportunity for us to just give thanks to God for all that he's doing in your life, in my life. And so whether you are at work, it's your break time, you're praying with us, or you are at home, wherever you are, spend some time right now and just give thanks to the Lord. It doesn't matter whether it's shining, or the sun is shining where you are, or it's raining where you are. God is good. Winter, autumn, summer, you know, maybe spring. God is good all the time and he blesses, he protects, he provides. Let's give him thanks. Let's appreciate him for all that he's doing in our lives. Father, we do thank you. We bless you. Hallelujah to your name. Thank you for our family and friends. Thank you because you are the one that is the shield around us. You are our glory. You're the one who holds our head high. You are amazing. You are glorious. I want to thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, all that you're doing in our family, all that you're doing uh, in the lives of people around us. Thank you, Lord, for our workplaces. 
Thank you, Lord, for our businesses, for those who are uh, self-employed. Thank you, Lord, for our schools or universities, for those who are studying. We just want to thank you. Thank you for our home. Thank you for our spouses. Thank you for our children. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our parents as well. We want to thank you for those people that really mean a lot to us in our lives. We thank you for all that you always are in our lives, in our experiences, week in, week out, day in, day out. You are such an awesome God. We bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's look at the inspired word. And uh, it's about the desire for just that one thing. Psalm 27 and verse 4. The psalmist says, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the one thing, notice that, the one thing, the thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. It says, delighting in the Lord's perfection, meditating in his temple. The one thing, the one thing. You know, for us as believers, for us as Christians, there's only one thing that matters most. And that is that we delight in what God delights in. That we, 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 we crave after that which God craves after. That God takes the center point and he is the, 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 the main agenda of our life. That that one thing is God. I know we live in a world where so many things trying to draw our attention, so many things trying to steal our time. Yeah, legitimate things, legal things, necessary things. But I tell you, once you become a child of God, there's only one thing that really, really matters. And that is God. God in your life. God in everything you do. That you seek after God and his righteousness. His righteousness is the, the way he lives, his, his rightness, the right way of doing things, which is in line with God's heart. That's the one thing that really does matter. And that's all I just want to remind us about at the beginning of this week. What is that one thing that is dominating your thinking at this time? What is that one thing that is dominating your mindset at this time? What is that one thing that you wake up for and you go to bed at night for? What is that one thing that influences the decisions you make, the decisions of where to work, who to marry, and what to do, where to live, and, and all of those? What is that one thing that is driving your life? If that one thing is not the Lord, then there's a big, 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 big issue there. But it's, the psalmist says, one thing have I desired, and that I will pursue after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. It's not talking about going to church and living in there uh, 24 hours. It's talking about the presence of the Lord. It's talking about the heartbeat of God. Let's have a moment of reflection on this scripture and just think about it. And some of us need to just pray and say, God, realign me back into that one thing that really matters. You know, when it's all said and done, when this earth is all over, it is that one thing that takes you into eternal life. It is that one thing that brings you into the very presence of the Father. Long after we're all gone on planet earth, it is that one thing that guarantees us a future 
with the Father, not wealth, not fame, not houses, not landed property, not all of those material things that people pursue after. Those things are important. Yes, we need them, but they cannot be the driving force of our life. The one thing that has to be the driving force of our life is the Lord, God Almighty, and His righteousness. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we have reminded ourselves again today on the on, at the beginning of this week, oh God, that there's only one thing that really matters, that we will seek after you and seek after your righteousness and seek after your way of doing things. That one thing. One thing have I seek, will I seek after. One thing will I desire. One thing will I live for. And one thing will drive my life. And that has to be you, Lord. I pray together with my brothers and my sisters on the platform today, Lord, that you will help us if there are baggages, baggages on our mind, baggages, un unwanted baggages that are, that are slowing us down in our pursuit of you, that we will learn to throw those things away. We'll learn to throw away the, the fear, throw away the care, throw away the worry, and just focus on you and you alone. Help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. We cry out unto you today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Let's go ahead and pray for the rest of the, of the church, the body of Christ. When we talk about the church, primarily we're talking about brothers and sisters across the world, the church in Africa, the church in the United States, the church in Canada, the church across Europe and across the world. Let's look at this scripture that we will be praying with. Isaiah 56 verse 7. We want to pray that there be an awakening unto prayer, that the church will rise up again unto its responsibilities of prayer, genuine kingdom-minded prayer. Isaiah 56 verse 7, it said, These I will bring to my holy mountain. Give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house. <laughs> I like that. For my house. Purpose dictates design. For my house. This is the purpose for his house. It says, shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. In other words, we as Christians, we as believers, we must be engaged. We must be engaged in the ministry of prayer. Whether you're talking about the local church, that's the group assembly of believers across the world meeting in different places as a congregation, or you're talking about us as individuals. Jesus said in, in, in book of Mark when he came into the temple and he saw them exchanging uh, all kinds of things, doing money exchange, foreign exchange, whatever they were doing exchange. He drove them all out and he says, my father's house shall be called the house of prayer. You've turned it into a den of robbers. What are we robbing God of? Robbing God of his glory, robbing God of his splendor, rather than spending time to pray and to seek and to cry out, Lord, let thy kingdom come. Let your will be done here on planet Earth. God's purpose and design is to see his will being carried out 
upon the earth. And we need to pray that into manifestation. We need to pursue God's agenda. We need to pray the will of God into our communities, into our homes, into our families. We need to pray the will of God into, into our nations, into the United States, into United Kingdom, to pray the will of God into Africa, pray the will of God into Asia, India. Come on, join me and pray and say, Lord, awake the church to, be, to come into that place of prayer where we are causing the will of God to be done. We're enhancing the kingdom. We're expanding the kingdom. We're bringing the kingdom to bear upon man's uh, uh, situation and the circumstances of families and homes and, and communities and, and nations in the name of Jesus. Let there be a prayer awakening where we've gone to sleep where we've become uh, uh, so, so lazy spiritually. Awake us up, O oh God. Stir up, stir up our hearts. Stir our hearts, Father, we cry out to you. Stir our hearts. Let it begin with the individual. Let it begin with me. Let it begin with my sister and my brother on this platform. Let it begin with people in our local churches. Let it begin with people individually in our communities. Christians, oh God, we pray that the church will awake unto prayer. He said, my house, that's his purpose, my house. Any other thing you're doing outside that, that's not God's business. He said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. What is prayer? It's doing spiritual transaction with God, bringing the will of God down upon planet Earth. That's what we're supposed to do. Not a social club, not a place to just feel good and that's the end of it. Yes, it's great to feel good. But if we're not standing in the place of purpose as individuals and as a community and causing the will of God to be done, then there's something we're robbing God of. That's why it says, my house shall not be the den of robbers. Let it be called the house of prayer. Let that be. We pray for a spiritual prayer revival all over the northwest of England, all over Scotland, all over Wales, all over Ireland, all over the southern part of England, all over the United Kingdom, all over Europe will pray a wave of God's Spirit from church to church, from community to community, from home to home where Christians are, that God, our heart will just pant and, 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 and burn with the fire and the flame of the Holy Spirit to want to see a kingdom come to want to see your will being done upon planet earth help us oh god in jesus name amen and amen we continue to pray we continue to pray we're praying for the nations right now this is the season of salvation this is the hour of salvation how do i know it look at that scripture in the book of uh Look at our scripture in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. It says, It will come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established at the top of the mountains. Remember, it says, In the last days, in this is what will happen in the last days. It says, And shall be exalted above the hills. Then it says, All nations will flow into it. In other words, this is the time we'll begin to see more and more people. This is the time we'll begin to see people come to salvation, people come to Jesus Christ in the last days. You see, the Bible talks about the last days a lot, but the last days, the prophecies about the last days is not just about the doom and gloom and the earthquake and the sickness and the deeds and the dark. No. 
the other part of the last days is the move of the Spirit of God, bringing about salvation, bringing many people. It's, it's also called the harvest season. We looked at that yesterday where Jesus said, lift up your head and see that harvest is right. Harvest spiritually is people coming to Jesus. I want us to just pray that over your nation. Pray that over your nation and say, Lord, I call for the nations into the house of God. I call for the unsaved into the house of God. I call many who are foreigners of the commonwealth and the, and the covenant that they will come in. They will come in to the kingdom. They will come in into the spiritual house of God in this time, in the season. This is the time that people begin to leave their lives, their old ways, and turn to God. This is the season. This We are in the last days. And, and the prophecy says that the nations will flow, will flow into God's house. Many, 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 many will come from the east, from the west, from the south, and they will come and sit down at the table of Abraham, Jesus said. We pray right now in the name of Jesus. We want to see that happen. We want to see that happen in our situation. We want to see that happen in our local churches. We want to see that happen in our communities. We want to see, Lord, many more people turn to Jesus, that their hearts will, will begin to pant and seek after God, that many will begin to respond to the good news. We want to see that happen in our workplaces. Men and women will begin to turn to Jesus. People will nudge us and say, I, I hear you're a Christian. I hear you go to church. Tell me about this Jesus. This is the time. This is the season. Our neighbors, our friends, our family members, our spouses that are not yet saved. This is the time for them to turn to the Lord. We pray that right now in the name of Jesus, that these things will begin to happen. These things will begin to happen. We'll push that agenda of God into manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your kingdom come, Lord, and let your will be done in the United Kingdom and across the world in Jesus' name. This is the season of harvest, and Lord, we call for the harvest. We call for the harvest in the name of Jesus. Salvation, hallelujah, on the street. Salvation in our churches. Salvation in our homes. Salvation in the public places. Salvation all over the place. Uh, an outbreak of salvation, let me call it that way. We speak that into manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You know, the more we pray like this and we're positive about what God said and we're positive about what we want to see in our situation, in our nation, in our community, wow, it's going to begin to happen. You know, one amazing thing happened in our local church situation last week, Friday, we were having a prayer meeting. And a young man walked in into the church and he said, well, I was on my way to the gym, but something said to me, I need to go into church. You know, I like that. I like that. And he was talking to me later. He said, normally I don't go out to the gym at this time of the night of the evening when you're having this meeting. I don't know why I left my house. We want to see that multiplied all over the world. People just responding to the drumbeat of the Holy Spirit, responding and coming 
returning to God's house and coming to salvation, not just in church, but in, you know, in our individual situations, oh God, people nudging us, people uh, uh, touching us and say, hey, I hear you're a Christian. Hey, I hear you go to church. Tell me about this Jesus. Yes, we want to see that happen again and again and again and again. Say big amen to that. Quickly, before we go to prayer points, and then we'll be done today. I want us to pray for the United States and Europe. So much happening in the United States. So much, you know, if you read the news, uh, I don't spend too much time on the news, but if you read the news, you will know what's, I mean, last week was really uh, uh, significant for the United States with the court ruling on this particular case and a lot of people not happy with that judgment. And then over the weekend, you had a, a, a vehicle plowing into a Christmas market. And, and I understand uh, a couple of people lost their lives. About four or five people died or even more and about 40 injured. You know, these are not the kind of things we want to see. That's the, that's the enemy at work. The thief come at number for to steal, to kill and to destroy. And, uh, you know, in Europe, there's been uprising, demonstration and all of those kind of things. People unrest generally all over Europe because of COVID restrictions and all of that. It just tells you we are in the last days. These are dark times. We want to pray particularly for the United States. We want to pray for Europe. Look at this scripture. It says, be gracious to me, Lord. Consider my affliction at the hands of those who hate me. He said, lift me up from the gates of death. We want to pray that there will be deliverance. God will have mercy. Have mercy upon the United States. Have mercy upon Europe in these dark and difficult times. Can we just pray in the name of Jesus, the mercy of God, that God will intervene. There's so much that is against humanity at this time. There's all kinds of things orchestrated by the enemy, by the, by the hordes of darkness, by spiritual wickedness in heavenly places against humanity. And you see it manifesting in violence. You see it manifesting in unnecessary killing. You know, the other day we had a, a car, you know, just exploded in Liverpool at the hospital. You know, these are not the kind of things we want to hear about. But there is powers of darkness working against mankind. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy upon uh, uh, the United States, oh God. Lord, in these difficult times, when the politicians are confused, when the politicians don't know what to do, have mercy, oh God. We pray for the rest of Europe. We pray, Lord, for all of those nations where there's so much, uh, it's down to bad governance, it's bad to bad decision making, it's down to corruption, it's down to selfishness, it's down to a, a lack of understanding of what people really, really desire and what they really, really want. And, and Lord, we just ask for your mercy over this nation. We pray for those who have lost loved ones in this awful, awful tragedy uh, uh, at the Christmas market. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you will Comfort their loved ones in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that what the enemy meant for evil, you will turn it around for good. Have your way. And we pray that all those people uh, fomenting, desiring the loss of other people's lives, that you will expose them in the name of Jesus. They will be caught in their own trickery in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We pray peace over the United Kingdom, peace over France, Peace over Sweden, peace over Netherlands, peace over all the nations 
of Europe, peace over the United States as well, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And finally, Lord, we want to pray healing prayers, and we take that scripture. You said you sent forth your word and healed all that were, uh, uh, they say, sent for this word, healed them, snatching them from the door of death. One translation says you rescue, deliver them from their destruction. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just want to believe you right now for healing and health in our bodies. I mean, if you're here right now, either live or the recorded version or even listening on the audio podcast of the prayer experience, why don't you release your faith right now for yourself or for a loved one who need healing? And say, Lord, we trust you. Send your word in my direction. Speak your word into my situation. Speak your word into my circumstance. Speak your word into my life. Speak your word into my bone and my marrow. Speak your word into my joint. Speak your word into that back pain and bring healing. Speak your word into my heart and, and stop that pain. Speak your word into my mind and remove all kinds of, of, of ill health in my mind. Speak your word into my spirit. Speak your word into my home. Speak your word into my family and bring spiritual healing, emotional healing, mental healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, we agree together by faith and we thank you right now for answered prayers in the name of of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you're God who always hears us when we pray. You say, whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, that the Father will grant it unto us. And you said in your word, if we ask anything that is in line with your will, that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we know that we have our petition, which we have asked of you. Thank you, because you're a good, good father. That's who you are. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's been a wonderful time of prayer. And I want to thank every one of you who have been part of the prayer this afternoon. Thank you for your faithfulness and commitment to the power of prayer. 30 minutes, as far as I'm concerned, is not much. But I tell you, in the grand scheme of things, it means a lot when we have many people praying at the same time. That 30 minutes can be very, very precious to the kingdom of God. So we want to say thank you for praying along with us. Don't forget to subscribe to our audio podcast. It's available on Spotify, available on all mobile podcasting uh, service providers. Just check and search for either Daily Talks Media or search for the prayer experience. There you will find us, okay? Also want you to know that we've got our prayer experience community on WhatsApp. And we've got uh, the group on Facebook. Thank you for those of you who have joined us in the last few days. Uh, we really do appreciate you. If you struggle with how to connect and be part of that community, then just get in touch with any of us and we'll show you how to get involved. Okay? We've got to go now. Tomorrow is Tuesday and we will be back at 1 p.m. I think it's Nigel leading us in prayer tomorrow. Uh, Sir Nigel himself will be on. Uh, I hope to see you at 1 p.m. God bless you. Have a fantastic Monday. Bye-bye.
Oh 